Welcome back, everyone, to Hero Cravings, the Multiverse, where we cover and break down all Marvel TV shows, Gotham, and Krypton, episode by episode for you, the listener. As always, I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with my good friend and co-host, Mr. Chris Rivers. How's it going? You know, it's it's going good. It's, you know, um, we're starting to get down a little bit uh, before we, you know, stop this season of recording. So, what we do in the meantime, uh, I've got no idea. I guess just take a break and work well, on you know, things. We we still have Summer of Heroes. Mm. So, speaking of Summer of Heroes, our newest episode is finally up, and this is the one everyone's been raving and asking about. It is the <laughs> one with ComicBook.com's Charlie Ridgely, where we talk about Batman and Robin. Which this is quite honestly Charlie's favorite movie. So. And- and even though Jack wasn't there, we managed to get in a Machina or two. Yeah, we, we did put Machina. <laughs> oh, but we had it was fun. I can't wait for uh, for us to finally start the Christopher Nolan series of uh, Batman and actually see what good movies look like. Uh, other housekeeping: don't forget to share, rate, review this podcast, whatever podcasting service you use. We are on YouTube at YouTube.com/slash/NerdWide, and this is our fortieth official episode. And we're just going to talk about cloak and dagger. Hey, yeah, I've got I've got one question before we get started on this. It's completely unrelated from cloak and dagger or Marvel. Oh boy, who do you think the new Superman's going to be? <laughs> now, if I had to, Tyler Hecklin, Henry Cavill, insert foot and mouth. Yeah, he's. If y'all don't know anything about that, um, I, I researched it some it. more. Yeah, he he had a pretty. Uh, uh, I don't even say a raunchy interview. Do you know who who was the interview was with? Uh, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it was um, was it GQ? That might have been. That G- sounds right. Yeah, GQ Australia. I think is who it was. Well, uh, yeah. Just I, I implore you to go look at all that <laughs> or read up on that. Um, I'm still pushing for Tyler Hecklin to be in the DCEU. Although, I don't know. I don't know who would be a good Superman, though. Let's, I said we just bring back Brandon, Brandon Ruth. Ruth. Yeah, just bring him back. <laughs> uh, well, guys, we've got another short episode of Cloak and Dagger. One of, quite possibly, uh, the best episodes this whole season, in my opinion. I don't know about you, Chris, but this was a wonderful episode. Um, this, of course, is Cloak and Dagger, Episode 7, titled Lotus Eaters. And we start this week off with Mina's dad, the day the, of the oil rig explosion. We saw what his life looked like. We've got a little young Mina still baking cookies uh, with her dad, you know, ha- having a happy life before the oil rig explosion. We see Tandy. Of course, you know, last week we see Tyrone, which, Chris, he, in fact, did not get shot from those hail of bullets. If they did, he just healed really fastly. Because, like, I, I went back and, like, double-checked because, like, it showed a picture of his back. But I guess he didn't get shot, which... Good to know. I don't know how Good this teleporting know. skills work. But we see Tandy takes Ty to Mina's father, which his name is Ivan Hess. And because, you know, we saw the little tendrils of darkness uh, last week. And she said, you know, hey, maybe I need you to get this door open. Well, they, in fact, do need to get that door open. So what they do are they grab the guy or they grab Ivan and they actually teleport to the oil rig. And it's it's Ivan Hess. He's in his head. And like the explosion, I think it was, what, a minute and 
46 seconds or something like that was like the loop that just kept going and going and going and going. Yeah. So for the past eight years, Ivan has been living this whole thing. He doesn't know his name. He doesn't know what's going on. He's got good TV and the entertainment of blueprints that have um, was the Red Sox and I can't I didn't know what the other team was. They were in like the the six hundredth and something inning. Yeah. <laughs> that he just drew on the board. Um, but it was it was really well done the way they did this. So we see that you know the. Tyrone and Tandy are trying to get out of this head, trying to get Ivan out of the head, out of this catatonic state. We see that they're the 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 other oil rig workers. Excuse me. You'll you'll get it. Yeah, in a minute. I'll get there one day. Um, were hit by this fear poison type thing, which is I'm assuming what kind of contributes to Tyrone's powers. And do you think uh, I had this question this whole episode? But do you think that actually happened? And we're just kind of, and he's just reliving it, or or what happened? Like, are, were they actually did they actually get hit by this fear thing? I think so. Yeah, I could. Yeah, because I mean, it's that's the only way that makes sense to me. Uh, we didn't see anything like any hope or anything like that, but that's all right. But we we go through all of this. Tyrone figures out he can't stop the. The explosion from happening. He, you know, he's trying to be the hero that everyone wants him to be. He can't stop it. But we, there was a phone call that happens every time before the explosion, and Ivan always says is an angry guy calling. He always just hangs up on him. Of course, if you know, if you watch any sort of TV show, obviously that means something. We found out that the angry guy that kept calling was actually Tandy's dad, and this was that's who he was on the phone with when Tandy and um, Tandy's dad died. Um. But well, Tandy didn't die, but Tandy's dad died on the bridge no. when he was talking and swerving and everything. That's who he was talking to was Ivan. So it was a cool, nice little callback uh, to that opening scene. And, of course, Tandy just wants to sit there and talk to her dad while Tyrone went and tried to stop everything. Found out he couldn't stop anything. And he, him and Tandy said, well, we got to figure something else. Throw it out. Let's go back into the real world and we'll figure it out. And they did a countdown and then said, three, two, one. And, of course, Tandy stayed. Because she right. wanted to talk to her dad. I mean, I get it. Um, Tyrone notices this, finds out he can't touch Tandy while she's using her powers on Ivan. Will that come into importance later on? I don't know, but maybe. But Tyrone goes back into Ivan's mind, finds out that Tandy's been there for, well, they said 200 some odd. She said she lost count mm-hmm. after 200 explosions, and she didn't yeah. even remember Tyrone. <laughs> that was rough. Um, yeah. So, well, it seems like years for her was just a couple, I would say maybe even a minute or two in the real world. But she was also honing her skills. So, while she was here, she was also um, you know, developing her powers more. Now she can throw her daggers. She can dual-wield daggers instead of just having the one. And I thought that was really well done. And, of course, they Tyrone and Tandy had a nice argument trying to get yeah. Tandy back into what's going on. Yeah. But we, we, you know, he, she was, he was able to break into her. Says, you know, this is not really your dad. If it is, ask him what you are doing, or you know, ask him a question that only he would know. And of course, the phone, person on the phone was not able to answer it, so she kind of broke out of her trance. Um, but they were able to figure out how to wake Ivan up by making him close the valves in the oil rig by talking to him about his daughter. Uh, and the secret and the, yeah. cookies. Then the secret natural antidepressant and then the cookies. 
And just uh-huh. like that, he snapped out. Remember, he'd had a daughter and everything. They there's some really cool little fight scenes. We got our first time seeing Tandy and Tyrone using their powers together to you know stop things and you know be superheroes in my opinion. And that was really cool. I was really excited to see that. It's probably why it was one of my favorite episodes. Like even though Tyrone couldn't really do much, but shove people around and teleport away, it was still really cool to see the dynamic um, of them working together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all said and done. They wake up. Mina does come in and see her dad. I was very happy that she brought him some more cookies. In my opinion, I'd be like, please, no more cookies. But, you know, that's just me after eight years. Um, but he doesn't remember anything that happened in his head. So he doesn't remember Tandy or Tyrone. But here's the interesting thing about this episode. We see our heroes split ways. They both go back to their designated homes, if you will. And we see that uh, Tyrone has a box full of his brother's stuff. And he's got a little audio player that he wants to play. But who does he call first because he knows someone who would understand? Well, of course, it is our sweet blonde-headed Tandy. Um, And, you know, they had a nice little moment. But what's the thing here is we can see our relationship start to form that we know is finally coming. And it was like the way they, they interacted with each other, the smiles they were having just over the phone and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine that phone call lasted a good couple of hours, don't you, Chris? Probably so. <laughs> Probably so. Uh, but that's it for this episode. Do you have anything um, anything mean worth, worthwhile that I didn't notice? Uh, no, I, I just... You know, it's I know it's a completely different show, but a nice little flashback to uh, the gifted for me when seeing seeing them learn about how their powers interact oh, kind of reminded yeah. me of Andy and Lauren, yeah, over on the gifted trying to figure out their powers and how they interact. So I don't know. It was just it was a nice. It's not it. Now I'm having trouble. With words. <laughs> it's a it's a nice little moment because. You know, they're learning it character-wise as we're learning it. And just to see... And again, the show's going to be different from the comics. It's right. not going to be exactly the same. So we don't know. Maybe they'll give them some new ability that comes about right? with their interaction. I don't know. Like it was... It was just exciting. Like I felt like the special effects this episode were really well done, and the the guy who plays Ivan Hess, um, Tim Kane, did a wonderful job. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said the before we were talking and everything, I said just his his acting from going sane to kind of like insane, and the way he could flip his character and everything like that. And you could tell he was having a mental breakdown, which was mm-hmm. wonderful. I just I, it was one of my favorite episodes of the season, and this is probably be the. Uh, depends what the finale is, but this might be the episode that I remember from season one. So here's here's my question for you though. Mm-hmm. Typically, um, we get when when we're watching our shows as as they air. Um, typically, we get some sort of news throughout each week about each show. Right. Something. Every week, I've kind of pulled up Cloak and Dagger and tried to check out the the news that might be coming out and every week there's nothing it's just a recap of that week's episode and then a couple of previews for the next week's episode why do you think that is uh so 
I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's on a a, a different you know station or channel or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. That you know we don't get we're not spoiled like we are with our normal network shows. Um, I don't like I I just feel like we should have heard about if they're making a season two or not by now. And in my opinion, because I mean, we've only got two more episodes to go, so yeah. to me, I feel like we should have a, or three more episodes now. I feel like we should have um, some sort of news, but I don't know. Like I don't are they just wonder... keeping all closely under wraps or does just nobody care? I wonder if it's maybe it's tied to the fact that we're in the summer. Mm. Uh, but still, you would think there would be something coming out. You know right. what I mean? I know very... that the gifted has started filming already. Yeah. So, but I mean, not in Nashville. Not in Nashville. You know, a... Come on, Emma Dumont. Um, but I don't know, man. Rate ratings for this one: zero point two rating, which is steady. Zero point fifty four million viewers, which is actually up point zero four. And the next episode is titled "Ghost Stories," and I'm going to skip out on that one. No, <laughs> no. no, you're not. Oh, Chris, we have got a first this week. Who is we our do. douche canoe? We don't have one. That is, that's just crazy to me. I mean, out of a whole episode of a show, we cannot put a douche canoe on anybody. Well, we really only had, you know, four people. Really? Yeah. yeah. And none of them did anything douchey, so. Yeah, like, I mean, the argument could be made for Tandy. Because yeah. she, you know, let go and lied to to Tyrone. Yeah, but, it, you know, she had good intentions. <laughs> yeah. Because she wanted to talk to her father. And I, yeah, so that's, and now she's got all of that. And you, now you know she's got all of that talk in her head still. So yeah. it's so she's fine. So I mean, I, I feel like that gave her a little bit of closure that she didn't have. So I can't fault her for that. But Chris, who is our hero of the week? It's got to be Tandy and Tyrone. Yeah, the the cloak and dagger themselves. That was just the way they worked together at the end that I love so much. The the way they were able to work as a team officially, and then of course at the very end of the episode, them getting a little closer. But um, it goes without a doubt that our favorite episode was Cloak and Dagger. Let, let, let me ask you something real quick. Okay. Before we finish this out. When when do you think we're going to first hear the names Cloak and Dagger? Mm. Is it, it, and, and how? Do you, you think we're going to maybe hear it in the press? Do you think oh. we're going to... What? I mean, will they come up with it themselves? Uh, that's that's a good question. Ooh, that might be a good question for next week to put on our Twitter poll. But to me, I think I think it'd be a a pre- No, it might be them because we've already got signed of the cloak that Tyrone wears and her with her daggers. So maybe them. You think they'll give each other their names? I think so. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, I think they would yeah. do that. Like, just kind of like, just jokingly about it, and they'll just kind of stick, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, we're kind of like superheroes now. She'll be like, yeah, you know, you're cloak. And it's like, that's kind of lame. Well, if I'm cloaked, then you're dagger, and then you just kind of sticks. So, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. 
Um, our question from last week, of course, on the official Nerdwide.com Twitter page was, do you think we will ever see Tandy tell Mina about her powers this season? 50% of you said absolutely, and 50% of you said in season two. So that'll split right down the middle. And of course, this question for this week on our official Twitter will be, do you think we will see Tandy and Tyrone hook up this season, or do you think they'll wait until next season? Uh, Chris, a spoiler, what's your, uh, what's your answer for that one? I say yes. Ooh. Probably a season finale event. Yeah. I think, for me, I think they'll wait until next season. Because it adds a little bit more dynamic with the uh, the voodoo auntie and Evita. Well, and, I'm I'm thinking Evita catches them. Ooh, and she goes and is she. A, I wonder if she's a superhero or super villain or something like that. I don't this, know her. Hey, she? here's something interesting. Mm-hmm. So they're doing the deed. We know Tyrone doesn't have complete control over his power. Oh, I see where this is going. He teleports them both into Evita's room. Oh, God. That would suck. Oh, wouldn't (laughs) If they did it, it'd be in true Cloak and Dagger fashion. It'd be the first five minutes of the show, whatever love scene we've got. (laughs) Exactly. Um, All right, Chris, anything else for this week? No, man, I think that's it. It was really good episode. Yeah, I've... I, this might be my favorite. Oh, see? It's it's like we know each other. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Um, other, than guy, other than that, guys, just make sure you're checking out our Heroes of Summer. Um, Summer, Summer of Heroes. Of Heroes. Jesus, it's, it's once every week. <laughs> our Summer of Heroes podcast, it is up on our Hero Cravings podcast as well. So make sure you are tuning in there and watching along. Um, again, we had Charlie Ridgely from comicbook.com, of course, friend of the show. And we absolutely loved having him. So make sure you, you're giving the episode some love and you're sharing it around. Don't forget to follow NerdWide on Twitter at nerd underscore wide. That is where we'll be doing our polls every week. You can follow me at Ty underscore Haynes, or you can follow Mr. Rivers at Mr. Rivers, Mr. Rivers. <laughs> Mr. Rivers <laughs> at MavTN7. Uh, if you do follow us at any of those, let us know where you come from. Let us know what you like about the show. Let us know what you hate about the show. We appreciate your feedback. But as always, I'm your host, Tyler Haynes, with the man himself, Mr. Rivers, and we cannot wait to share our thoughts with you next week. Bye, everyone.